0: the Faith Words podcast. I'm Katie Norris. And I'm Lainey Brown. Today we're talking to Virginia Boschka. She is an associate editor here at Faith Words and she's been with us for six years. She's giving us a behind the scenes look at what editorial
1: life is like and what it's like to actually publish a book. Which is really nice because I don't know about you, but when you tell somebody that you work in book publishing, they always want to know, well, how can I get published? And so this will be a kind of a nice little glimpse as to what the process is because I always tell them I work with people after the fact
0: (laughs) yeah we get the marketing side and not the actual acquisition all right without further ado
1: here's Virginia Virginia how did you get into book publishing that's like the number one question
2: Um, I zeroed in on publishing when I was um, an English student in college working on my English degree and minor in creative writing. And I worked for our, um, our literary journal called the Cumberland River Review at Trevecca University. I really loved the slush pile. I loved um, reading submissions and having a voice into how we shaped each volume of that um, journal. And so that whole process sort of um, segued into me looking for a job in publishing so I could continue some of that. Um, advocating for writing that I really like, and I can do that in, in the publishing world. So that was that was part of it. Um, I also like to always give nod to Asheville, North Carolina, and where I grew up, and in the family I grew up in, because storytelling was a big part of our life there. It's a really culturally diverse town, and the arts and creative things and storytelling is is a part of life. Um, I know that even in the way that my folks used to talk about their day at the end of the day I would be on the edge of my seat Um, no matter what it was it was a lot in their delivery so it was just part of the culture so I think that kind of had something to do with it as well.
0: That's really neat what an experience um, growing up in that type of environment and then your college education kind of fostering that desire and extracurricular. So you mentioned one thing uh, which is common in publishing or at least it was the slush pile and um, when i was interning we had a slush pile where people would have unsolicited books they would send to the publisher and everybody would go through it now do we have a slush pile and how does that work now and do you how do you acquire books at this point
2: so even from college um, about six months after college i started working with faith words and in that period of time um, from the time I was in college to actually at a publishing company the Celeste pile was pretty different it was all email so a majority email it would be more rare in the publishing company to receive things I would come in and actually go physically into a pile although um, I still like that so <laughs> they come in occasionally but it's it's different it's um receiving things electronically and so the experience is a little bit different but i can always print them out and you know make my own slush pile
1: (laughs) a lot of people don't know that they need an agent and they don't know the difference between unsolicited and and solicited so can you talk a little bit about that uh yes so
2: um i have found in in working at faithwords that um we have relationships with agents who you know, we're we established working partnerships and we know that those um, submissions that they send have been really vetted and really developed um, with the guidance of an agent and that is something that we, we certainly, um, we look for um, and it is an advantage. So I think that um, getting that guidance on the, on the first uh, step is, is, is really important for a new author. I can't say that every project I've worked on has been agented. It has not. But I think it's, it's really crucial and, and important and valuable, really, for an author who's just starting out to get that partnership going with an agent first and, um, and let them help guide the, the business um, part of, of getting an author signed, getting a book project signed with a, with a publishing company. I think it it would it could save a lot of frustration and time on all fronts Um, so you know most of the submissions that that I receive are agented.
0: So we take books that are solicited and unsolicited but it sounds like the majority come from agents.
2: Yes absolutely Um, the majority of projects that I receive um, as an editor as an acquiring editor are agented and so um, that's definitely something that I, I recommend to to new authors is to forge that partnership first.
0: Okay, great. And we were just wondering because there's so many different aspects of publishing and you came from an English background and creative writing minor. How did you choose editorial because you could have gone a lot of different ways. So why editorial? Um, I chose editorial because um, it definitely wouldn't have
2: been anything to do with the, the business <laughs> starting out. I just, the love of story led me to editorial. And um, I'm a big believer in the power of books to transform lives. And I wanted to take part in that process um, from the start to help um, a, an author realize their vision. Um, you know, what's better than that? I love to um, support that process and to support authors and to try to make authors feel comfortable because it's really a vulnerable thing for them um, to um, pour their hearts into a work and sweat over a work and to have a message to share um, and to want to really realize their vision for the manuscript, for the book. And so I I want to create um, some safety Uh, for the author in in that process and it's just a privilege
1: to help support that. So when you're acquiring a piece what makes a manuscript stand out to you? What makes you want to acquire a piece?
2: Well literally the first thing that stands out to me is a a really good and intriguing title. Um, I think that um, as far as being able to convey you know, the journey that I'm going to be taken upon in in reading this proposal and reading this book, um, I think it starts there for me, just to catch my attention, and and those titles change, you know, throughout the course of um, developing a manuscript, but it doesn't hurt to have a really well thought out title, Um, and it, it does show me that an author really understands their work if they present that, first of all. Um, and I'm, I really look for authenticity of voice uh, in the writing. Passion is really important, and that comes across. And also, someone who is really thoughtful in their approach to putting their proposal together and how they approach the writing, and it, it stands out to me. I look for those things.
1: As a follow up, do you have any like crazy stories about like acquiring uh, somebody's manuscript? Um, Well, I think a unique story about an acquisition
2: or kind of a neat connection was that um, during the coloring book craze a few years ago, where that was a really big boom in the marketplace, um, nice personal connection. I actually um, did two books with someone who I had taken an art class from. So... Having known this person, Betsy Carunas, and she did two books about women of the Bible, I just knew I was familiar with her her artwork and how great it was and also her knowledge of the Bible and her her passion for the Bible and so she was really able to develop some gorgeous artwork um, in those two books and so it's kind of fun occasionally to have a personal connection so when it when it makes sense for the work, so not everyone
0: I know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I that's neat because I remember those two coloring books and I ended up knowing Betsy from the church I was attending at the time and saw her name and um, I think she was doing some sort of church event was leading it and so I was like oh that's one of our authors and then realized yeah. that you all had gone pretty far back yeah, so absolutely. lots of connections on that project that's neat. That's really cool. Um, okay, so you've got a lot of books releasing. What are you excited about for spring 2019?
2: Um, in spring 2019, I'm really excited about the list. Even going into summer, um, in March, I have um, I've worked with uh, someone who has a book coming out March 2019. Johnny McGowan, Lakewood Pastor. Um, his his book is called stepping up and uh, talk about someone whose book was really a natural progression and someone who's lived the message of that book. And so it really is translated really well and um, um, very relatable. He's a great teacher. It's about service and how um, we can all embrace the roles that we're currently in and go to God in prayer. It's about developing a really strong prayer life and let God open the doors for you instead of being really driven by your own ambition But to let God guide you to where um, where, you know, he wants you to be so that you can do the work that he has in store for you, which is, you know, all of the time, really, um, he has the best plan um, in mind for your life. So it's about how to achieve that. Um, And um, I'm going to mention a book that's a Center Street book. It's very inspirational. Um, and I know that's what we're all about at Faith Words. So mm-hmm. I think it's okay to mention this one, uh, Your Heart, My Hands by Dr. Aaron Singh. Um, beautiful endorsement by Junpa Um, It's a very inspiring tale of overcoming all obstacles uh, to atri- achieve your dreams. Um, Dr. Singh suffered two hand-crippling injuries in childhood, but he became, um, you know, one of the most prolific cardiac surgeons in American history overcome a lot of other things as well as an immigrant to the United States um, he dealt with racism and he dealt with uh, financial struggle and he overcame learning disabilities as well as continued to rehab himself from those hand injuries in childhood and so it's just a really beautiful gripping read and it's just very uplifting Um, later in the summer I'm looking forward to Canary in a Coal Mine by Dr. William Cook of Austin, Indiana, small town in Indiana. Um, He's received international acclaim for his work. He was the only doctor in small town Austin when they were hit by a devastating HIV outbreak, which was fueled by opioid uh, drug addiction and needle, needle use. And so um, Dr. Cook risked everything to help bring his town back from the brink of that devastation. And he, um, he's got sort of a roadmap for hope for the rest of the country because it's such a, a big issue which affects over half of um, Americans in some way, whether it's a family member who suffers addiction or a close friend. So I'm really looking forward to the hopeful message of this book,
1: which is really timely and needed. So here at Hachette Nashville, we have multiple imprints. We have Faith Words, Center Street, Jelly Telly, and now we have acquired Worthy Books. So each one of those imprints has a different identity. So you may hear us cross-pollinate a little bit and talk about different books on all of our different imprints, but we're one big happy family here. So we know you read a lot and you spend a lot of time poring over submissions. What do you do for fun and how do you relax?
2: The number one thing I do for fun uh, is to play with my two-year-old boy, Milan, um, to do anything with Milan and my husband in my spare time because, yes, it's a it's a busy life, as we all know, and, and we're all really busy, and um, we do spend a lot of time working. but. Um, just playing with my son that is the main thing you know going on walks around the neighborhood and everything's new to him and everything's exciting to him so it's all new and exciting to me again too so um you know he's starting to talk a lot more and he's just charming as can be so um I'm just very much enjoying being a mom
0: that's terrific so Virginia brings Milan into the office on occasion to visit us and if you could see all of the women that just encircle him and he's pointing to the books on the bookshelves and it's just
1: adorable uh, He's adorable. he's like our office kid we've like all been through the whole process so he's our office child and he reads doesn't you read to him a lot
2: don't you so um reading has been part of milan's life since he was still in my belly um i was reading books to him when he was in the womb um he was very premature and we were in the hospital a little while with him and i was reading to him when he was in his incubator we brought him home and it's a big part of our lives and he loves books and so that's really encouraging to see that from you know the age he is now it's already important to him to 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 try to read and to experience a book and um yeah he's coming right along he's he's recognizing some sight words and um he knows his abcs and um it's just uh it's a it's a great part of our lives and it's nice to revisit some of the classics um that i loved growing up with
0: him so it's a lot of fun I'm going to ask you one more question. Do you have any books that you might recommend for aspiring writers, books that could help guide them, uh, or maybe articles, other authors they should follow? Um, the book Bird by Bird. That's a really good
2: one. That was recommended to me. Um, um, I, I think just really find, find a genre that you're really passionate about and look for authors who have done well in that genre and and look for what really resonates with you um and then i would recommend to besides a lot of reading i would recommend a lot of writing and just to make it a daily practice um you know whether you feel like it or not it's good a lot of authors that i work with do this and it shows you know when they set aside a time every day that they that they devote to that to that practice of writing um, and if you're an inspirational author, you should be in that Bible every day as well. I think that's really good. We, we all should be. Um, but I, I think it really shows when, when people are really connected with the word and really, um, deep into the word in, in when they're in spiritual writing, it, it comes through.
0: So. Thanks, Virginia. Be sure to subscribe to our Faith Words podcast for more inspiration. We'll be bringing more Faith Words insiders to you in addition to our authors, and you can visit faithwords.com to find out more about our books and books published by Virginia, who has edited them. And if you have any specific questions for Virginia, maybe uh, writing questions or whatnot, you can email us. It's faithwords at hbgusa.com. That's faithwords at hbgusa.com. And just let us know where we can find you. And we might even do a shout out to you in our next podcast.
1: Thank you for joining us today, Virginia.
2: Thank you. Great chatting with you guys.